verbal discharge. The world's third to best radio show. Not about squids. Catch up at verbaldischarge.co.uk. You're driving home alone at night. The road stretches on ahead of you in much the way that a road would. The night has been long, and so is your penis. You step out of the car, which you shouldn't have done, because it's going really, really fast on a motorway. You spiral out of control and fall, and oh no, are oh, you dead? You shouldn't have done that. It's verbal discharge. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you try and are improvise we, an introduction. Are we the afterlife? I think so. I, I don't even think we're in the afterlife. I think the three of us here today collectively, collectively are the concept of an afterlife. When you die, you enter one of our bodies. And so somewhere inside me is Alan Rickman right now. And boy, is it a mess in each of our bodies. Yeah. Robbie's stomach lining has long since been rotted away with orange juice. And just contains Tutu and Carmoon as well. So do we? Do we? are we the embodiment of everyone who's died? Yes. Ever? Yeah. Even like Hitler? Yeah. I think we are. We're a little bit of Hitler, but at the same time, we're also a little bit of Gandhi. <laughs> Does that balance out? I, I hope so. Like, like if, if Hitler killed all those people but also did all the humanitarian work that Gandhi did. Does that make it all right? Well, as my grandfather used to say, two Gandhis don't make a Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) But but what did he know? (laughs) What if you stack two of them on top of each other and put a moustache on them? Maybe. Put put a big Nazi coat around them. Yeah. Like they stand on top of... Like Muppet Man. Like Muppet Gandhi. Gandhi Man. Gandhi, the Gandhi, the, the Gandhi, Gandhi man, man who used to come and sell me um, lots of sweet treats. Are you, are you, are you, were you trying to figure out sort of uh, what superhero he could be there? Gandhi man. Oh, Gandhi man. Oh, thank goodness. We've needed some sandals for was, ages. Was, was no. anyone aware of the Candy Man the, during like primary school? The, the, the villain in the classic Doctor Who episode, The Happiness Patrol. I don't know. Is it, uh, yeah, Wait, that was are, you, are you about that sort of... Um, it's like, like, a it's horror. like a Yeah, it's like a horror film. He's got a hook for a hand or something, and, mm. and, yeah. and he comes out the toilet and kills you, or, or that's what they, <laughs> that's it, what they it, said in It was in like my... an old like, video nasty or something. that Because like, I remember like being in primary school and people talking about it. Yeah, I, I was in primary school. I remember people used to be like, don't, don't say the candy man in the toilet, because he'll come out of the toilet bowl and, and kill you with his hook. Oh. And, and, you know, that's pretty terrifying when yeah. you're a child. Um, like Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary was another one of those. Mm. Yeah. And did anyone actually ever say Bloody Mary three times in a mirror? I did. Um, I did. Has anyone got a mirror? Does my, uh, I'll, I'll say it into my phone, which is a reflective surface. We, we, we may it, witness it, yeah, it does, the death of Robbie. It does, Blo- d- doesn't work on phones. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Bloody Jim. I got it wrong, didn't I? Mm. Oh, I well, I guess we'd survive another day. Yeah. No, I did it in, I remember um, when I was in year five, I had um, a, Mr. Gravy, his name was, and he was a, like, PE teacher. Did, who, he, did he ever, like, make you run in a big line and say, get on the gravy train? Uh, he he did, was... funnily enough. It, it was every single lesson. He'd start it off, like, right, we're doing history now, it's time to get on the gravy train. And we'd be like, oh no, we all know where this is going. And he'd throw dried bisto at you <laughs> and, and demand that you move faster and say, oh, we'll never warm up my spuds at this rate, which didn't make much sense at the time. And it largely still doesn't. But um, a bunch of us once just decided in our own year five accord that we wanted to leave his classroom. Mm-hmm. So we just got up and we just went to the toilet and tj brocklehurst i believe that is not a name that is not a real name swear to you that tj brocklehurst does it is he an nba player um no he's quite he's too short oh i haven't seen him in years actually he's got a uh, a twin brother called jake he he might have shot up suddenly and become black (laughs) (laughs) well who knows you know Who, who are we to judge but um, but but yeah, no, we um, yeah, we we all went to the toilet and we decided, like, or TJ decided that it was time for us to all look into the mirror <laughs> and say Bloody Mary. So we all did it, and it didn't work, and nothing appeared. None of us died. Uh, there was a great sense of sort of like trepidation, mm. then immediately followed with disappointment. because oh, I think that, we were we were all secretly hoping for some sweet sweet death. That's <laughs> that story almost had a gravy outcome. No, 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 no. Got a great grave. It's not done yet, though. Oh. oh, oh. Well, it didn't work with the light on, did it? So somebody suggested we should turn the lights off. <laughs> the thing is, I know this story is just going to end with disappointment anyway, because yeah. you're not dead. Um, so, but I'm... what about TJ Brocklehurst? <laughs> Good point. He's, he he's, hasn't seen him in years. He's hopefully still alive. He was, he was oh, good... you're spoiling your story. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, Robbie. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and tell you right here and now. <laughs> 
Just if you're getting excited about one of these kids dying at the end of this story, yep, I assure you I that did not happen when I was oh, in year five. Never mind. Um, so there we were. Somebody turned the lights out. We all said it again into the mirror, and somebody could have sworn. I, I don't know who it was. I don't know why they did it, but somebody just started screaming, and then everybody started screaming, and we all fled out of that bathroom and ran all the way back to Mr. Gravy, who was, as ever, just pouring hot bovril <laughs> all over his balls, like, sat in front of the class going, hey, watch this, kids. He was scouse. He was like, you're right, kids. Watch me. I'm going to cover my balls in bovril. <laughs> I'm going to get out my Yorkshire puddings. <laughs> oh. Should we introduce ourselves? Um, hi, I'm Jordan Reynolds, and I often collect rainwater in my um, Yorkshire pudding-shaped testicles. <laughs> there's a lot to there's a lot to take in there. How, there's a lot to unpack. Yeah how does how does it go, Jordan? Like, is it good? Is it drinkable drinking water? Um, no, especially not after it has been collected and like stagnated. You should you should buy a filter for your <laughs> for your, your Yorkshire pudding your, bollocks. Your, your Yorkshire Yorkshire pudding bollock water filter Britta <laughs> I've got a patent for you Britta <laughs> what about what about a filter that can filter rainwater through your balls wouldn't that require just like poking a series of holes through your scrotum I mean and I, I don't know I don't know how you feel about pe- that one people George. have done worse I mean people <laughs> <laughs> have they well, name one thing that someone has done that is worse than poking holes through your ball sack to try and filter water through it. Ancient Mayan priests used to run thorny ropes through the tips of their penis. To what end? Like they would puncture a hole in the in the tip of their penis. Not 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 the the normal hole. They would puncture yeah. a hole all the way yeah, through. We understood by the end. You meant yeah, the end yeah, yeah. with the, the fleshy yeah, yeah, bit. Yeah, with the fleshy bit. Um, and and then they put uh, this like ropey kind of string through it, and it had thorns on it. So they they push it through the hole, and then they would pull the thorns through it and that would was they, that was a nice penis blood sacrifice would, would they just just for a good time um or? i mean you know what, whatever floats ancient mayan priests boats makes the sunrise in the morning <laughs> etc H- hello <laughs> <laughs> i love the idea that they're all like stood around the campfire one night like, oh shit god the sun might not come up right who's who's gonna bite the bullet this time <laughs> well they just ridiculously and kill old... people all the time because they thought the sun wasn't gonna come up tomorrow and good old holy dick jones over there <laughs> He's, he's, he's not sacred. Mm. He hasn't got a divine penis. It's he full, just literally has. Yeah, it's it's, it's full of holes because yeah. like he doesn't quite know how to say no to people. <laughs> like, come on, Jones, come on, make the sunrise. What, like, we we oh, can't do it without oh, you. Oh, guys, I'd, I'd I'd really not rather not. Oh, come on, do it again. Go on, go show on, him. Jones. Go on, oh, you love it. You love it. You did it twice last week, and he's like, guys, I don't really. I'm I'm a bit uncomfortable. Yes. Oh, come on, we've already got the thorns ready. <laughs> And there's his ninth hole. At what point actually does it does it become more vaginal than? I think I think when it goes in phallic. like sort of internally. Yeah. I, I think if you if you were to boil a penis and a vagina down to their most basic level, mm. it's quite similar to a belly button. You've got an innie or you've got an outie. <laughs> it's it's just that like I don't know. We've all decided there's a lot of identity that needs to go on either side. Like, like you, you wouldn't get people saying like, "Oh, you've got an innie belly button, so you can only like the color blue and and cars." <laughs> um, hello, my name's Robbie. Um, I do only like the color blue and cars. Is your um, belly button in or out? Um, in. Is it? Yeah. What about yourself? It's very in. It's yeah. very in. Mine's, Jordan, I've got an amazingly I've, deep belly I've button. Got, I've, I've got an in. I've yeah. got an in as well. Yeah. Look got, at us, fucking master race. I know. I know. Look at us. I bet Ben's got an out. I know. I know a man who doesn't have a belly button. What was he? Was he a test tube baby? Uh, probably. I don't know. I mean, he, he just doesn't have one. It's just smooth. It's the most unnerving thing when you see someone who's got a smooth, like yeah. belly. It's just no Ugh. belly button. It's just so skin. How, yeah, but how how could he have a smooth belly button? Did he not have an umbilical cord? Pretty or? sure he did. I mean, when you're born, you have an umbilical cord. Yeah. Well, apparently this guy didn't. didn't. I don't know. I didn't, he just he just had a smooth belly. I'm baffled by that. That yeah. confuses me. That's not that's not your name though, is it? You haven't introduced yourself. You oh, um yeah, my muscles. my name is James. Um I'm driving this holy belly button ship. Um not really, <laughs> no, not really even driving are you, it. I'm just are you driving it because you can't open doors? That's exactly it. I just yeah. I can't stop driving. Um, I'm, I'm basically so, <laughs> like in the equivalent of speed with Keanu Reeves. Some some context in that. Um we were waiting for James in the studio just mm-hmm. and he, he he couldn't get in because he'd forgotten how to open the door. Yeah. Oh, we, we that's were, what it was. We were oh, we, we were waiting for half an hour me and Jordan sat in the studio. 
and then sort of I eventually thought, I just I just ring James because we're used to you being late. Sort of thought, fine. I thought, I'll ring you, and we had it on speakerphone, <laughs> and James answers, and we have the moment where those that listened to the show two weeks ago, the live show, who know, we waited for a moment to see if it was James's answer machine. They responded, "Yeah, where are you?" I said, oh, "I'm I'm here, oh, lad. I'm here, lad. I'm here, like that, because that's how you sound." <laughs> um, and he said, "Yeah, I can't get into the studio." I said, "Well, why not?" He said, "You know the door." Yeah, it won't open. Have you, have you, have you tried pushing it, James? <laughs> <laughs> At which point you suddenly sort of realised that there was a, there was a new concept to you pushing a door it open. Just did, it genuinely just did not occur to me. <laughs> like, like I, I, I went up to the door. Yeah, I went all the way to it, and normally it's an automatic door, which is mm-hmm. I think what threw me. I walked up to it and it didn't open, and I thought this is odd. And then I turned to it, and there was a button that's like an emergency open button. Press that, nothing happened. <laughs> And I just thought, well, I'm never getting through this door ever again. <laughs> but you give it a gentle push and whap, whap, whap. It opens and it makes that noise. It makes that noise, that exactly. Noise. Like, like a saloon door in a western. Yeah, and then everyone around you freezes and looks at you. But there was no one around. And the band stops playing. Yeah, thankfully there was no one but around. yeah, there was no one around and there was no band. So yeah. you, you just have to <laughs> just use your imagination. nothing like it. Just nothing like a saloon door in a western. If you want to see dick pics of the Verbal Discharge Boys, then don't forget to find us on Twitter, at Verb Dis Radio. Can anyone tell me what this sound is? I can. What is it? What that is that sound? That is the backing music to the video, Going to the Store. Yes, oh, yes it is. Going to the Store. Yes it is. Going to the store, which is was one of my favourite of the sort of old classic YouTube video things. Do we? Do you remember going to the store? I, I do remember, remember going, going to the store. store. I wouldn't re- consider it a classic. Okay, but uh, but it is certainly a funny video. Yeah. Does one of you want to describe going to the store? It's sort of various uh, shots of this kind of like these three D models. This kind of like weird action man hairless figure mm. and he walks to the store but on the way he's sort of flailing all over the place and he's bouncing and he's just he's been a he's been a right card is what he's been <laughs> yep yep and the description in the video is normal guy normal walk which is pretty much pretty much sums it up however i've recently discovered that there is actually a sequel oh, to yeah. going to the store. Oh yeah. my fucking god! <laughs> yep, which starts off with him in the store. N- what? No, yep. he, he made it. He made it to the store Shit. despite getting stuck on the stairs at the cliffhanger of the previous episode. This changes everything. Yeah. So he he, he starts in the store and he sort of wanders through the store and he sort of flails about and then he leaves the store and he sort of wanders about and it's called late for a meeting and it's rubbish oh oh it's, well it's that's n- disappointing it's nowhere near as funny as the first one it sort of plays up the bits and it's not very good but it's longer it's bigger it's everything a sequel should be except is this, is this Ro- Robbie Owen's YouTube clip review show yes what's, what, what's happening yeah but I thought inspired by this inspired by the fact that one classic YouTube video and I consider it a classic has a sequel I started to think what if more ye olde YouTube videos had sequels made a few years later as that what as going to the store does. Okay, okay. I, I like I like the thought of this. So I've got some ideas for Right. For some sequels to YouTube videos. And for maybe if you as sort of the studio executives, if we can try and sort of workshop them and find a potential sequel to these YouTube videos. Okay, yeah. I think we can we, do we that. can do this. We can definitely pitch some stuff. Okay. So, first up, Charlie bit my finger again. So I'm I'm thinking perhaps Charlie bites a different finger. Uh, which makes the title slightly misleading, but never mind. We can get over that. Um, what, what are we? What are we thinking? What are we thinking? We can do here. I'm, I'm thinking it's quite good. We could, we could obviously like the sort of very clear option we go for is a sort of infected like zombie type. Yeah. thing. Charlie bites a finger. What happens to the other boy? Whoa, he's a zombie now. Or maybe it becomes sort of a paranoid thriller simile because Charlie is a dog secretly. Um, and you know how if a dog bites three people or someone three times, they're put down legally. Is that is that a, is that a thing? Oh, it's the like free strike thing. Yeah, yeah for, yeah. for dogs. It's like a three th- three strike thing. Like, well, yeah. three you, strike you, and you're dead. You, yeah. You've bit your second kid now, Mister Tibbles. <laughs> Don't let me catch you doing it again, or you're getting the injection. <laughs> all right, all right. What about this? But but what if? Yeah, could we then have a thing where it's sort of this great paranoia built up around the fact that if Charlie bites another finger, then he will die. 
and the entire thing plays out with like fingers just being waggled in front of him and he's there he's opening his mouth it's going close his teeth are just closing on it he's got no no i can't do it otherwise i will die there's a definite emotional angle two hour monologue with his finger just wagging in front of his face just one shot camera angle never changes just one shot of a finger being waggled in front of him for two hours and his thought process. I, th- I think there's uh, there's definitely some emotion we can carry mm. across or, here. Try, or, and, try and get the audience to empathise with the character. We could go down like a, a more more art house kind of style with mm-hmm. it and, and have Charlie, Charlie bit a finger again, but actually he's biting a toe and it it's kind of a, a weird, I don't know, preamble about society and mm. and, and how we're, we're, we we have to do what... what Jeremy Corbyn tells us. <laughs> what is a finger if not a toe? I like the idea that fade in. In fact, no, not fade in. Suddenly we're in. Mm. So you've just got black and you hear someone walking and you hear them sort of sit down. Snapping. And then there's a, a sort of like flicker of light as somebody lights a cigarette and then you hear them sort of put away the lighter and then <laughs> spotlight comes on. There he is. It's the boy that isn't Charlie. He's sat in a chair. Wait, no, it is Charlie. Oh, I forgot. Charlie's smoking, even though he's far too young. He really shouldn't be. Like that small Indonesian boy who's now dead. Exactly. So wait, you mean you mean Ping Ping? Yeah. He Ping Ping? Yeah. Who was the smallest uh, man. He was actually 19 when he died. Ah. Everyone assumed he was a boy. He, he was a man, and like he smoked cigarettes. And he was, smoked a lot of cigarettes. Like They, they were twice the size of him. He was, a, he was a very little person. Maybe Charlie has to bite fingers to survive. Maybe that's no, how he leeches his life Not force. to survive, but it's what he cares about. It is his sole passion, and it's all he wants his to do. His purpose in But life. everyone around him is constantly telling him, you can't bite another finger or you're going to get it. And the entire thing is him having this huge emotional struggle does he do what he wants to do and bite the fingers, or does he play by society's rules and yeah, give up and, and everything? Do a, and do a, a STEM degree. <laughs> <laughs> Could we do like a Richard Linklater style thing and just come back and visit Charlie seven years down the line and see how biting a finger affected him and whether he's changed as a person as a result and visit him sort of every seven years? I like the idea of that. Yeah. I, I imagine it. I imagine he uh, eventually like there's a sort of happy ending, and he like he opens up a food truck or mm. something, <laughs> and all the food is shaped like fingers. Yes, <laughs> everyone thinks it's phallic, but no, it's fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Next one, I'm thinking the N64 kid gets a Wii U. What was the N64? Who's in the N64 kid? Oh my god, I remember this. <laughs> there was what a full you... cycle of memory there from James. Yeah, you... You, you witnessed something. I think you could actually see the cogs turn in <laughs> somewhere in this hollowed out shell of a mind. So the, yeah, you you saying so the N64 kid? I think I remember this one. Is it the one where it's filmed at like um, during Christmas? Yes, and he receives an N64, and this little kid uh... cannot contain his joy. He is screaming. He is running. He, he is having the time of his life nothing could be better now that he's got this n64 yeah i'd like to see him get a wii u and be slightly nonplussed about the whole thing like he's not disappointed but he just sort of goes yeah it's all right i mean mean, there's a couple of decent games on it but that's that's all it i'm kind of excited about the new zelda i guess yeah there's not not really much to do i mean splatoon's supposed to be pretty good can't can't even play wii tennis on it you can Shut up, it's backwards compatible. (laughs) is it yeah oh god they've already got that one up on like (laughs) the new gen consoles yeah yeah, it's almost as if Nintendo think about the people making games for. Um, number <laughs> Potter Puppet Pals, the Pipe Bomb Wars. I'm oh, thinking like, oh yeah. So every great filmmaker sort of makes a war film at some point, and I'm thinking perhaps this can be this can be ours slash Potter Puppet Pals's pipe bomb. Yeah, because the twist at the end of the Mysterious Ticking Noise was that it was the pipe bomb. Wasn't yeah, that's it? that's that's not that's not normal warfare. Yeah, but they just chuck loads of pipe bombs at each other. And 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 this is all set on the backdrop in a world where the Geneva Convention is failing terribly. Yes. And like children are, it, are accidentally swallowing napalm. And... Did they have an, a magical Geneva Convention? Yeah, like don't use... Yeah, they've, they've, I can actually answer this question, funnily enough. Oh. There's an agreement that they can't harm other witches and wizards and there's three spells that they are yeah. expressly the, bidden, yeah. Yeah, forbidden there's, there's, for using. There's Crucio... The Imperius, the, yeah, the which that, is the one that allows you to control minds, yeah, um, and then Avada Kedavra, which is the killing one, but and why, Crucio is the one that is very painful. Why would you want to control mimes? Like they're not going to make any noise anyway. They're going to they're be shit at doing a podcast uh, in the Wizarding world. But you, <laughs> can you imagine if wizards had podcasts? It's just white blokes chatting about spells rather than video games. <laughs> <laughs> Who's our Harry Potter equivalent of ourselves? <laughs> Hi, Magic Robbie. What, what have you been magicking this week? Oh, well, I've been growing a whole load of things in the Herbology lab. lab. 
all growing that magical weed. Hey, hey. welcome to lads, the lads. herbology. Oh, this this is some magic weed. I'm gr- said the dealer. <laughs> I'm and growing then, some tank yeah, magic weed. Disappointed yeah. all of his customers. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along. Yeah, I think that one's that one's got um got got potential. Uh, Gangnam Style goes America. So it's like a, a sort of basically. Like um, a banned road movie. So just in, so, just speaking the English version of, of of Gangnam Style. No, it's just like Psy goes to do his song in America, and it's like, oh, like laid in America, but where where yeah, where, but where like two YouTubers go to America and they try to get laid. Yeah, and that's never happened. I think I ever actually, before. I think I saw the DVD of this in in like tesco or something not a few days ago robbie mm. is the film any years i haven't seen it it's, it's straight to dvd i haven't seen it oh, i'm not spending DVD, 10 they've, they've, yeah. they've, they've, it's been in cinemas well it hasn't been on wide release it hasn't, in, been, in any cinema it hasn't yeah. been to the cinema that robbie goes to yeah or one of the um they had they had a premiere i know that much because because it was all over the internet yeah Really shit movie, but all YouTuber movies are shit. Yeah, do you remember when they did the Fred movie? Remember? Yeah, remember I've the seen Smosh all, movie. They did. They did three Fred movies. You're joking. I've seen all three. Wait, they did three. They did three. Yeah. Who thought that was a good idea for like one? I, about, I don't know. But I've did, seen the first Fred movie about four times. Why? I don't know. Did, did I'm, no, I, actually, I can tell you why. Um, I watched it w- once. Um, and then there was another day when I was sort of sat in front of the TV. I think everyone else in the house was sleeping. Um, and the skybox broke on Nick- and it was stuck on Nickelodeon because I've been flicking through the kids' channels to see if oh, there was anything terrible on. And the Fred movie was on. Do you not just pull it out the wall? I, I, I thought my options were to sit in the room without the TV on, without anything to do, or to watch the Fred movie again. So I watched the Fred movie again. Has anyone ever and watched? And then I accidentally... I got it working, so I was just pressing the buttons. And the only channel I had to flick over to was Nickelodeon Plus One. So and so I then it. watched the Fred movie again. But, but so, you watched presumably only the, the later half of it instead of the... Yeah, but I still... Okay, okay. I, I've seen the second hour of the Fred movie three time, four times because I then try, I watched bits of yeah, it back I again. I, to be honest, sort of, I, don't, I don't know why I'm picking you up for not watching the first half. Like, yeah, Robbie, <laughs> watch the whole Fred movie has like anybody, a fucking man. But has <laughs> anybody watched the Smosh movie? No. Oh, God, no. I'm... Oh, it's it's beyond... Like, What's you, the plot? Um, right, so there's two there's two guys who really want to be famous on YouTube, yeah. and okay. they've kept their names, but okay. just not called Smosh. Wait, and is, is it uh, like kind of are they playing themselves? Yeah, playing themselves, but they're not they're not famous YouTubers, and and they make the, I think they make an embarrassing video where they both accidentally become naked or something, and it goes onto YouTube, and they have to go into YouTube. To to get rid of the uh, video before everybody sees it. This was also um, sex tape with Jason Segel and Cameron Diaz, yeah, which is an awful movie. It's like a shit shitter version of that. And then Jack Black turns up playing the man that runs Pornhub. Oh, yeah, it's not very good. Don't bother seeing it. Um, oh, then, did you hear about that in the news? About I can't I can't remember the, the her name, the transgender yes. lady who di- who died. And oh no, there's a transgender lady um, who died. And and that she'd made before she died. Mm. At some point, she'd made a porn video, right? And her ex partner was trying to sell it for profit, which is kind of a dick wow. thing to do. Um, so the, or, the yeah, not dick. They yeah, might well, yeah. The operation. The 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 the, 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 the porn site ex hamster yeah bought it for fifteen grand, bought all copies of it, then destroyed them all. Oh, good on to them. prevent to to keep her integrity. Oh, that's nice. And them. that is probably the best thing a porn site has ever done. <laughs> you, you say that, like, I think Pornhub, Pornhub do scholarships, don't they? What? Oh, shit, you're not. No, they actually, they fund people to go on to do um, breast cancer, like, research and go oh. to university and actually do it. You can sign up and Pornhub will put you through university. I, I enjoy the fact that even when they're doing good deeds, it's still all about tits. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? It's still a good cause. So. Yeah. Well done, Pornhub, for being... Tip minded. <laughs> uh, next one: the evolution of dance two, evolving boogaloo. <laughs> I've I've never seen the evolution of dance. Really? No. Oh, but have you ever seen? I know it was for a while the most viewed video on YouTube. Have you ever seen but... Evolution, the movie? No, I don't think so. Wait, was that the one with Sean William Scott? And is that the yeah. one where they're fighting all of the um... shampoo? Oh yeah, aliens. and they've got to shampoo all the aliens at the. Uh, what? The yeah, there's a, yeah, that, that's it's their weakness. They're carbon-based life forms, so shampoo gets rid of them. It used to be a kids' TV oh. show, and then they yeah, turned they, it into they, a movie. They did a film, and it was like there was this sort of um, I can't remember what it was. Was it a meteor? 
that had like the matter to all life and it caused things to evolve at a mm-hmm. rapid, rapid rate. Yeah. And it started off producing all these worms and then they turned into these giant like ape creatures. Then there's a bit where Fine. they, they okay. fight a pterodactyl which is inexplicably there. I, yeah. I just and accept then, this. And a giant starfish. Yeah, and then at the very, very end of the film, they have to defeat this giant sort of flesh beast by covering it in head and shoulders de- um, shampoo. Yeah. And it, and it is, there is so much product placement in like the entire final third of the <laughs> Why movie. Not? Why not? They even not? have an actual head and shoulders advert at the end. Okay. okay. Well, back to the question. Yeah. Um, discharge intervention 002, seeing as we... we we did Discharge Intervention 001, and I think that's a classic YouTube video. I think it's one of the most important videos on YouTube, and yet we never did a, we did a, never did a follow-up to it. I thought it went on for too long. It probably did, yeah. It was like, what was it, like two and a half minutes? Yeah. Of us just kind of making faces? Yeah. People oh. don't have that attention span anymore. But the thing is, we that recorded one. about nine minutes of it. Yeah. And I then really sort of, so the initial cut, when I cut seven minutes of it, I sort of thought, I've done quite a good job here. I've cut whatever... Seven percent of the no, whatever that is, as a percentage of the thing, the overwhelming majority. Yes. Okay. Um, baby panda with man flu. I think just make it bigger, make it bolder, make it more exciting. So before the, he just sneezed once, now it actually has a real proper Ooh, cold a like consequence. Yeah. Like it's got an upset tummy. It's got the runs. Yeah. It's, it's got that it, thing sort of where its spine sh- shivers, shitting everywhere. Yeah. Oh, so, I would so pay up to watch the budget. That completely just sort of revolution like michael bay's sneezing panda admittedly we shouldn't be giving pandas diseases when they won't even like breed <laughs> no, 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 no no this will strengthen its immune system in the long run totally worth it they've got to learn to help themselves just yeah. like the poor under cameron's britain <laughs> you know they've actually mm, made porn for pandas to try and get them yeah the i've mood. seen it i've seen ones where they like they, 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 they... was this x hamster again hey x panda where, where like, they wheel the tv into the enclosure and they're like look look <laughs> These pandas are having sex, and the pandas are just like not interested because they're too busy eating bamboo. <laughs> Amazing! What a life to live. Yeah. To be fair, if you were eating your dinner in in peace and someone wheeled in with a load of porn, I went go go and fornicate with that lady. You'd be like, let me, let me finish my chips, and then yeah. and then you kind of be like, oh, but I'm a bit full right now. I don't want to be jigging about. <laughs> Just after I've had a big meal, yeah. so just just let it go. Oh, I mean, maybe tomorrow. Oh, no, I've got no, a nobody wants to have sex for at least fifteen minutes after a big meal because mm. you, you're not there. You just you, you can't. You, you you don't have you know all the all the. It's, are you correct? You're not there. Like you physically disappear every time you eat a pizza. Like you just leave this realm and then. And then after one. fifteen minutes, you just kind you of just phase reappear. back in. Yeah. And it's like, oh great, I'm back from the pizza place. <laughs> That's yeah. It takes longer than fifteen minutes waiting a pizza place. Um. So. The next one. Me at the Zoo 2. Elephants in the Butter. Nice. Yeah. Me at the Zoo was the first video uploaded to YouTube. Oh, it's just, oh was that yeah. the guy on stage? It's just a guy in a zoo. Uh, it's about like six seconds long. It's just a guy in a zoo. And he's like, oh, look, I'm in a zoo. And you're like, That's oh, the brilliant. first video that was yeah. uploaded to YouTube. Um, but I think we need a sequel for that. I think it's a bit long-awaited. Um, I think if they're doing sequels to sort of all the other big classics. Or we could just remake it. Um, we could remake it with CGI, so the guy's not actually in a zoo. He's just like I don't know. In hey, green I'm, screen. I'm I'm here at the aquarium. Just just something <laughs> kind of the same, but <laughs> but different. And the final one, the reformed friendly orange. I just I just think that'd be nice. I think it's, maybe it's, we can do it. It's just, it's just play on the annoying orange. Yeah, maybe we can do like a Shakespearean tragedy. It's like a prequel where it goes from being a really friendly orange and it slowly gets more and more irate as we go on until suddenly until it's it furious the annoying orange it's just seething mm. it's it, it's got a blood seething red inside like a blood orange nice like mm. a seething and seeding i was going to say that's going to oh, be my orange pun that's pretty good yeah yours is pretty good as well good job on the orange puns um cold play what if um what if that's like yellow, wasn't it mm. yeah that was not as long. It's all yellow Sorry, what, James. What if, say, you, you, you get this orange, yeah, you get this orange and there's like a sort of, like, it's it's sort of trying to live up to be the greatest fruit that there is. Mm. Uh, but the greatest fruit there is is some like old decomposing fruit like a banana that's been in the fruit cupboard for, for ages and <laughs> yeah. ages. And it's like, you know, it's, it's gone like bananas go and it's gone like that weird like kind of black thing. Liquids and, come out of it yeah. for some reason. But then right at the end of the series, the orange uh, finally achieves this goal and it overthrows the black banana mm. and orange is the new black. 
I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, yeah, the, the, there was see, a, there was a there was a decent setup to it. And see, the, mm. my my least favorite thing about that joke, and there are, there are many things that I do not like about the joke that I just made. But mm. my main one is that there was no initial setup relating yeah. to Orange is the New Black. What I've yeah. basically done is told the second half of a joke without really clarifying the first bit, meaning that the punchline is literally just or words. Maybe, none of them really mean anything. Maybe the fruit bowl is like prison for fruit. See, there we go. Now we're getting somewhere conceptually. Yeah. And I, I think there's an interesting plot here. So they get sort of maybe... What, what's the orange done? It's, it's committed some sort of heinous act. Or heinous act, rather. Tax evasion. Tax evasion. Yes, it's evaded tax from the, the grape gods. <laughs> the and, grape god tax. Um, and now it has no choice but to spend the rest of its life in the fruit bowl. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What a fruit case. How dare you. Imagine if you could have all the benefits of HIV without actually getting AIDS. You can find it all here on Verbal Discharge. It's time for yet another unexciting episode of the least exciting, most boring debates ever on Verbal Discharge. Woo! Yes, I like this program and I am not excited. Oh yes, I am not excited by this. I am so, I am as unexcited as a normal bike. Do you want to guess who's really, really thrilled by this? Who is really thrilled by this? Not me. Do you know who else isn't really thrilled by this? Who? Me. And our viewership. Yes. Do you know who else isn't really thrilled by this? Who? Me. Uh, Yes. Do you know who else isn't really thrilled by this? (laughs) Who? Magic Johnson. Do you know who else isn't really thrilled by this? Who? The Pope. Yeah. Do you know who else isn't really thrilled by this? Who? Everyone, let's stop doing this. <laughs> okay, so the way we're going to do this is we are going to have some debates. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever seen any debates, but debates are usually they're quite a lively affair. Yeah, there was quite a noteworthy one this weekend. There was, there between was. Between the man known as Hillary Clinton and the woman known as Donald Trump. I see what you did there. You switched their genders, you cunning just, dog. Just through struggling to come up with a joke, I just thought, well, let's just, just look like I'm an idiot. That's a bit of something. Isn't it? it funny when men are actually women <laughs> and women are actually men? <laughs> Monty Python. Oh, what? Oh. Pantomimes. Um, so, basically, <laughs> what we've done, um, we have prepared potentially mm. the most, would you say the most dull debate topics you could possibly um, wish to hear or, or rather not wish to hear they're, they're that <laughs> unexciting they're, they're 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 certainly not topics you're going to expect to hear in a lively lively debate anytime soon so none of us know the topics that each other have chosen mm. but what we're going to do is we're each going to sort of present each other or the other two if that makes sense yes with a our debate, sort of debate yeah. topics so how how are we going to do this? Who who wants to go first? I'll I can I can give you a topic to debate okay. over if you want. Okay. You know what? Yeah, hit, hit us with that. Okay, so gentlemen, I w- Jordan, are you going to declare a winner when we reach this? Yeah, probably. Okay. Um, okay. okay. I, I would like you both to debate the most the most useful application of PVA glue. Okay. Should we begin? Whenever you're ready. I personally believe that the most useful application of PVA glue is to pour it over your fingers and wait for it to dry, at which point you begin to peel it off and it's incredibly satisfying. Um, it is actually one of the only things that gives me comfort. Uh, and when I had my first child, um, Noah, I call him, um, I named him after the Russell Crowe film, um, <laughs> I decided to do this. This is the only thing that really calms me. It's the thing that's really got me over the sort of prenatal, the postnatal stress, rather. Um, I just covered my hands in PVA glue. And while I was doing this, I peeled it off slowly. I waited a few hours. Um, I sort of slept, which was a nice thing. Um, as any of you, I mean, both of you have given birth before, both of you are mothers. Um, as you know, there is sort of the, the stress that comes with that. You just pass out when it's finished, finally. And then the baby wakes you up if it's screaming and you think, oh, it's okay because I love it so much. Um, that little little creature, that little mini me. Um, but I was there. Um, yeah, I I had um, Tony go and take Noah off to the side, look after him for a few hours while I passed out. And when I woke up, the glue had dried, and I began peeling it off. And that was the thing that got me over my my postnatal stress, um, and the thing that stopped me really heading down a suicidal path. 
That's quite good, Robbie. And mm. I can understand that obviously one of the five sensations or touches that we mm. as humans have access to is the feeling of touch. Yes. It's one of the most primal one, the one that we're perhaps the most connected to, as mm. it encompasses our entire physical form, any part of our body that is covered by skin. Yeah. And obviously the sensation of glue being peeled away from that will be very, very pleasurable yes. on a primal, inherently human sense. Yes. But... Thank you for agreeing with me. Debate over. But you've presented something which has one inherently fatal flaw. Right. You've presented me with a circumstance where the application of enjoyable PVA glue use mm-hmm. requires a minimum of two hours waiting time for it to dry. Yeah. Now... I know an application for the use of PVA glue that requires no waiting time. You can use it straight out of the container. What's wrong with waiting time? Pregnancy, which is the most beautiful thing I've ever gone through, took nine months of waiting. Robbie, I'm trying to lead a boring life here, yeah? Yes. I don't have time to wait around and be doing things. I've got nothing to do. Yes. And I want to get back to doing nothing so that I can continue to do nothing until the day I, I die. I feel I'd be frustrated were it not for the ability to peel <laughs> glue off my hands with my nothingness that I continue to do. Robbie, would you like to know what my I use would, of PBA very glue much. is? Prop semen in films. Okay. It's got the right consistency. And yes, the colour is a little off, but mm. r- rub it down with a little bit of water, sort of mix it in, get a bit more of a sort of looser, transient tone to it. And boy, you've got some cummy-looking glue right there. Okay. You can flick it uh, on... Naomi Watts' face like that bit in Silence of the Lambs. You can squirt it all over the place like a fire hose of cum mm. in that film. You just you can do whatever you want. It can go anywhere. You yeah. can instantly have something that looks a lot like semen at your disposal, potentially do you, at your fingertips. Do you want another way you can have something that looks a lot like semen? What? By wanking off your husband. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas you can't, if you I let just, that dry, I, I was, if you I, let that dry on your hands, I it was, takes more than it doesn't peel off nicely. I, I wasn't ready for you to say that. <laughs> just, that, that was, they, they were the words I least expected to come out of your mouth, <laughs> <laughs> and yet out they came. And there they were, like, yeah, like my husband, yeah, yeah. all on the same wavelength. So Jordan, I think we've both made a pretty good case there. <laughs> well, you you both made. Pretty, pretty dull arguments mm. on, on a dull subject, which is fantastic. That's what we like to see here. Mm. We like a lot of boringness. <laughs> um, Robbie, your, your, your whole topic, marginally more, more boring because, because James's, <laughs> James's application is something that is born from excitement. You, mm-hmm. don't, you don't get much... I mean, when you're using prop semen... You could only assume that it was the product of excitement within a film. Yeah. And therefore, I will regretfully have to... I don't know why it's regretfully, but I have to I have to give it over to Robbie on this one. Oh, thanks, Sam. Thank though, you. Though, though, I don't know if it's more of a compliment or <laughs> to say that you were the dullest. Thank you. Uh, this is a great victory for women everywhere. Yep, so... Uh, this nice. is the interesting thing about this challenge, though, Congratulations. isn't it? B- because if you win, it means that you're really boring. But if you if you don't win... You are the loser, and nobody wants either of those things. <laughs> oh, this is this is flawed on so many levels. <coughs> should I should I go next? Should I go ahead, Robbie? Go time? ahead. Okay, my next topic of debate is: Was Notts County's three-two win over Cheltenham at the weekend good for democracy? Okay, now Jordan, you know the football. I know the football. Yeah, you know how people play the football. Occasionally, And yes. other people watch the football. Mm-hmm. What do all of those people have in common? They're all boring. Exactly. <laughs> now, when you get that many people that are that boring and have that much interest in, uh, like, 12 men kicking a sack of air around a field for 90 minutes at a time. Sorry, 45 minutes at a time. <laughs> also, often. 11 men, not 12. Why are there 11 men? Because there's 10 players and a goalkeeper. What, per team? Yeah. <laughs> So 22 men plus a referee. Yeah. Well, it seems that I've been defeated. (laughs) (laughs) Jordan, take the floor. This isn't going anywhere. So Notts County, um, as we all know, I presume it's probably Mm. the county of Nottingham. Yes. Okay, so Notts County, um, they are the centre of democracy, as 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 we all know this. Um, Many a great politician mm. slash football player came from there like Roger K 
kickball policyus and <laughs> yeah. and Martin free the the football for slaves. Um, and and yeah, and, and I think they're really that, on the nose of their policies. <laughs> their, their parents really pushing their political agenda and naming their children. And, yeah. and Martin thought he was going to be a martyr. One of the one of the famous most famous not not county football players mm. did the greatest thing for democracy the last week. Um, they they made choros free for all poor people, and that's why football is great for democracy. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be more specific. I'm going to say that not only is football great for democracy, but the specific, the, what was it, the 3-0 win? Yeah, the 3-2. The 3-2 three, two. Three, two victory was good for democracy because it shows that even in a fiercely, fiercely competitive teams or even with their games such as Notts County and Cheltenham. the other one, yeah. Um, they can look past their differences and they can play a hearty, competitive sport. And at the end of the day, every single person in that crowd walked away happy to have attended, safe in the knowledge that football and democracy can live on for yet another day. It's funny because this debate has just been the two of you agreeing with each other. It's been like the Labour <laughs> leadership debate. basically debates. the leadership debate, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know if I can pick a winger. A wing- I don't know if I can pick a winger, which is why Cheltenham lost, because they couldn't pick anyone out wide. Do you, do you um, know that fact? Do you, do you know that's no. what led to their downfall? <laughs> no, no, though if they didn't have anyone on top of the left side of the pitch, it probably wouldn't help. Yeah, that would yeah, be yeah, a big yeah. you know, hole in your defence. Yeah. Um, I'm going to hand it, though, to Jordan. I, I just think his arguments were slightly more compellingly dull. They were definitely, they were definitely dull. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... You've both got one point. Okay. You've both won a debate oh, each. Oh, accidentally okay. teed this up nicely. Oh, we've got oh, so one second, one I suppose. <laughs> so it's time for the final debate. Now, I would like you to debate Jordan that Byros are the best pens and Robbie that felt tips are the best pens. <gasps> Go. Byros. Now, let me tell you about Byros. They come in th- three or four colours usually. Hmm. Black, blue, red, and green. Mm. You can, you can, you can mark things negatively with the red biro. Mm. Goodly, with positively with with the the green biro. Yes. And the black and blue biro offer freedom of expression for most <laughs> school aged children. Mm. Now I don't need to tell you about the versatility of the biro pen. Mm. It will never be dry. It will never dry up, like the t- the 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 felty nib of that fucking shit felt tip bollocks. Are <laughs> <laughs> <Did> you really? It's <laughs> <laughs> a, a really passionate dislike of felt tips. <laughs> those those felt heads. Um, it's definitely not a racist argument, by the way. <laughs> I think I think everyone should have a felt tip to bring them wine. And other various things, and and work out in the fields, but yeah, um, Boroughs, they are just versatile. They're hardy. They they use ink properly. You you, you can argue all of those. But I want to mm. ask the question. There's a counter argument. Why? Why? Why would you choose to pursue any of those activities? Why would you want to give someone negative feedback? I feel this is the kind of culture that we, as a society, need to move away from. I feel we need to move towards a society in which all we do is draw slightly shit pictures of schoolyards <laughs> <laughs> and we use felt tips to do so. Felt tips offer the true freedom of expression so you can you can draw the thing straight in front of you and not really express any true creativity but just, just, just draw it. Um, I feel that if we were to do this the world would be a far more mellow place, a far calmer place if we were to take perhaps a few minutes out of every day to perhaps colour in a colouring book which is something that I believe people have started to do. There's actually a Jeremy Corbyn colouring book available in stores now. Oh, yeah, I've seen this. Yeah, it's, it's, it's remarkable. Does it come with a red felt tip? Yeah, yeah you can only use red. Um, but it does. it's funny that you should say this, that felt tips come in all kinds of colours, which I believe truly reflects the multicultural nature of modern Britain. There's one thing you forgot there, Robbie. What? The apartheid is good. I don't agree with you. <laughs> I, I strongly disagree with that. Um, and besides, the primary, you don't have any white ones, so how can it be benefiting you? <laughs> you can get white felt tips. You can get cream felt tips. 
the best colours for people. Um, yeah. <laughs> White and cream are the best colours for people. Um, <laughs> you can also get black ones, which are pretty good. Brown, um, red as well. Uh, what other colours do people come in? Green, green ones. I've seen some green ones on the TV. Um, you can no, get all no, of those that, colours. That, that's Kermit. Yeah. yeah. I, I commit to the, <laughs> my democracy. You know I, what? I think I think we're going to have to stop that one okay. there. I, th- I think that's the logical point where we've got to say <laughs> enough is enough. Now, uh, that, that's, a, that's a tough one to call. Both of your arguments were pretty boring. Uh, <laughs> but I, I think the the most boring was probably Robbie's. Oh, because um, at one point he he tried to think. Or right at the end there. He was trying to think of various different colours that people can come in, um, which I think was a more sort of like, it's a less exciting racism than Jordan saying that apartheid is good. (laughs) (laughs) Just just up front. So uh, I'm going to have to give that to you, Robbie. I'm going to have to declare you the most boring and consequently the victor of this game of most boring, least interesting debates on verbal discharge. Thank you. I'd like to dedicate this... This this win to my felt tip supremacists, um, who who I've been um, working with for many years. Um, oh, this is another, and to my kids. This is another episode where we'll be able to add to the slightly unsavoury sound bites that we have <laughs> of things we've all said and regret as soon as we said them. Yeah, this is again like I feel this is one of these episodes where in a few years down the line we will hear this played back to us in court. Yeah. And, and we're all there. We're all on the defence bench, <laughs> desperately trying to plead that it wasn't us. And then somebody, some judge or jury is listening to my voice right now. And you know what, guys? We all did it. discharge. And now, the verbal discharge... English to French audio phrase book. The discharge de verbal audio transition. Excuse me, do you know where the bus stop is? Excuse me, there's no this bus stop. The Gabi. Where can I buy a fresh pomegranate? Oh, oh la la, le pomegranate. Oh, west, le pomegranate. I have only one life to live. Je m'appelle un. Life. My wife has left me. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> it's to, to be expected. I was sleeping around. <laughs> My name is Francois Holland. Bonjour! Je m'appelle Vladimir Putin. <laughs> I have only three snails you can buy, sir. The travesty, the snail, the number four. There's, there's, there's four designated um, snail tragedies in France. Um, the first two they don't speak about. Um, the third is that um, they have no snails that are able to be eaten. Um, they're out of date or alive. And the fourth is that they don't have enough. Oh no, I've lost my beret, cigarettes and baguettes. I am not a Frenchman anymore. Thank you for purchasing this Verbal Discharge audio translation book. Merci for doing the purchase to done of the book to translation. Enjoy now a sneak preview of the Verbal Discharge German phrase book. Hello, I am German. Guten! I German! <laughs> this dictatorship is working out <laughs> splendidly. Sieg Heil! Sieg Dictatorship! <laughs> no, that's enough. We got. No, this, this has gone on too far. This has gone too. This, is, this has got out of hand, guys. Come on, let's. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, we hope you enjoyed that. This anyway. has got out of hand! <laughs> Well, what a, what a week, what an episode, eh? What a period of time we spent in the studio recording. It, it, it's, it's, been a, it's been a fun one this week. I've, yeah. I've, I've enjoyed this. this. This has been a good episode. Yeah. It's yeah. been nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice speaking to you all. It's nice to okay. see you. Yeah, I don't know, also, I don't know if you listeners have noticed, there's a slightly better sound quality on this one than the last one. Yeah. That's going all right, isn't it? Some yeah. Good, good high-quality sounds. Listen to how crisp our voices are. Ooh. 
Oh, like a Walker's crisp. Was that all, that was almost well, Terry, Terry Wogan? Wogan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Wogan. Oh, Walkers. I miss Wogan. Yeah, we all do. We all do. But now he's in shoot, been consumed, and he's inside one of us. Oh yeah, we we are Wogan or yes. or Bo- Bowie or yeah any amount of dead people you could think of. Prince. He's ascended to a higher form. Presumably. Yes, he's in Jordan. Your nan, Jonathan. What? I don't know. I just I'm hoping we've got a listener called Jonathan. Who's who's nan? Whose nan is inside me? <laughs> <laughs> I've you know been what? Some... I was wondering who this old woman was crouching behind you here, Jordan, <laughs> with one wrinkly finger. You know, I've been firmly, inside... firmly betwixt your cheeks. <laughs> I've been inside your nan, mate. Way bants, bants, bants. Is that as much bants when when you're like, way my nan's been inside you? Hey, <laughs> hey, you got fingered by my nan, wanker. <laughs> 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 should, we, should we bring this thing to a close? We should bring this thing to bring a close. Bring this yeah, crashing back down to earth. That's definitely a sign that it's time for things to end this week. Yeah. Well, listeners, we hope you've enjoyed this. If you like what you've heard and you want to hear more, you can find us on Facebook at Verbal Discharge. You can like our Twitter page, um, but then you'd be doing it wrong because that's not what you do on Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter at Verb Dis Radio. And we, we have a wonderful website with a, a, a blog that, that's usually up on a, on a Wednesday. J- J- James, was there a blog post this week? There was not. Okay, never mind. But there will be. Yes. Probably. Soon. Hopefully. Soon. We can assume. But we have a website, and it's www.verbaldischarge.com. That's the one. Fantastic. We've also got, coming up on November the 7th, which is a Monday, and the day before... Donald Trump is elected as president. We have got the next Verbal Discharge live show live at the Malt Cross in Nottingham is the Verbal Discharge American Election Special. And it's going to be fantastic. Oh, there's, there's a cave, so when the inevitable bombs start to drop, <laughs> we can all take shelter. Yes. It's going to be sexy. We're going to drape the stage in a huge American flag, mm. and we're going to drink Budweiser and eat corn dogs and fire Bud guns all night. We, we, can't, we can't guarantee any of those things. We can't guarantee, we can't guarantee, any, guarantee any, of any of those things. things. They probably won't let us fire guns in, the, in their venue as well. I could probably get probably a crate not. of Bud, Lo- Bud Light in there. Yeah, we could, we could get away with the Bud Light, maybe the American flag. Mm. The guns may be a stretch. Yeah. Maybe I, some fake guns. I will guarantee to you, over the course of the couple of hours we'll be in there, the name Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, whichever those are two names, not one, will be said at least once each. Probably more. Yeah, probably more. But but you're right. At a base level, they will be said at least once, mm. um, and that'd be really cool if you guys could. If you you know if you want to come along, mm. I mean, it's in Nottingham. Who lives in Nottingham? Nobody wants to go to Nottingham except when we're there, baby. Yeah, part of Nottingham Com- Nottingham Comedy Festival. Oh yeah, we're part of that that, yeah. that yeah. big event. It's- Thank you to, to Nottingham Comedy Festival for having us. Thank you for the Malt Cross for having us in advance. Thank mm. you for to Dan David Weber for uh, and furthest from the sea for sorting that out and thank you to neil monroe in advance for inevitably saving the show in the 11th <laughs> hour as he always does Again. We're, we're preemptively saying thanks neil for saving the show that we assume we're probably gonna not sort out properly ourselves and i believe that brings us to, to a crashing shuddering crescendo well have we got any final words for the show You'll notice that I said final words, not final word. Mm. Mixing it up. Mm. Okay. Interesting okay. idea. Someone's still going to have the final word. Yes. But we're all having a final words. Uh, okay, so we get two words each. Oh. oh. Okay. Who's going uh, first? Jordan, do you want your final words? Oh, okay, okay. Zeitgeist. That's one word. Cocaine. That's, that's, that's two, two words. words. That's all that's right. Two words. Two Words. Hashtag Dench Gang. Why don't you come to our interview, Lethal Bizzle, you fuck? 